0: Hello, bonjour, good morning. I have um, had to start this three times because I keep saying good morning. You might not be listening to this in the morning. I'm recording this in the morning, however, I have lost track of what episode we're on. And this is a very random repiso- uh, repisode? episode today. Welcome, my name's Skye. I like to stutter over my words. Um, I was about to write this as a post actually in our private Facebook group, and I thought, you know what? It's probably going to be easier. To have this as a recording, to have this as a reference because this is something that I talk about a lot, something that I get asked about a lot, something that I have to continuously remind people about. So I want this to be something that you can go back to and listen to again when you're having a day when you want to smash your scales up or you want to throw them out the window. I guess this has come off the back of I've recently competed in a jiu-jitsu competition and with most martial arts competitions you enter at a specific weight. And when I entered, nobody was competing at my current weight. I was weighing, I think I weighed 62 kilograms and that would have put me in a weight bracket that was up to 63, which would have been perfect, but nobody was in that. So then you have to make a decision of, do I go up a weight bracket, which gives me the potential to get absolutely smashed by women that are up to 69 kilograms, or do I go down um, and, you know, diet a little bit and cut some weight? Um, and I went down the bracket, I went down to 58.5, so I had three and a half kilos to make weight, now the difference here is, it's called making weight, it's not called making body fat, they're not measuring my body fat, they're not measuring my muscle mass, I literally have to be a specific weight on the scales, and I think when people have seen that Oh sky went from 62 kilos down to 58.5 kilos they're assuming that i've lost 3.5 kilograms of fat and i really really haven't especially because i only had a 3 week time frame so i think a lot of this has come up with like oh how can i lose 3.5 kilos of body fat in 3 weeks you can't you physically can't and i think we need to remember what we are measuring so when we are stepping on the scales we are measuring our entire mass our entire body mass and what we're actually measuring is That's relationship to gravity. Yeah, it's just a number. It's just telling us what our mass is. And there's lots of things that make up our body mass. So our obviously our bone, our blood, our body water, our glycogen stores, which is how we store carbohydrates. So we store that in the muscle and we store it in the liver. We are measuring tissue and muscle and body fat. So there's a lot of different components that we're we're measuring when we step on the scales and I think it's really important to remember that that your weight on the scales can fluctuate a lot because of these things without your body fat actually changing so when we're thinking about me dropping and I think I went down to 57.5 so you know a good four kilos of scale weight went probably around two and a half kilos of that was simply water and stored glycogen and they are two things that are really really easy to manipulate and will fluctuate a lot and I think sometimes when we're stepping on the scales what we're seeing is a fluctuation in water and glycogen content and we are taking it as a fluctuation in our body fat stores and this is why we get really disheartened and this is why we're like oh my god nothing's happening my scales are going up they're going they're, they're staying the same they're not going down And this is why for me with a lot of my clients I either don't I don't ever ask people to weigh themselves if they want to that's a conversation that we have and then if they say yep I really like to weigh myself I like to know what that number is because it can be a bit of a guideline of a you know progress that you're making then great then for me we have to take averages there's no point weighing yourself once a week because that number could be wildly different to the same day next week so for me it's either three days a week minimum or it's five days or it's seven days and then you can see these normal fluctuations you can start to use a bit of logic and think oh you know what I did eat more carbohydrates yesterday so I probably am storing more glycogen and then that pulls in water so yeah it makes sense that maybe my weight has stayed the same on the scales or maybe it's gone up slightly. That doesn't mean that I've gained body fat overnight. Um, And over time, if your goal is fat loss, you should see that average weight come down. So, you know, weigh yourself three times a week, take an average of that, and then look at your average every week. And that's what I do with my clients. Um, So I guess that's one thing to, to take from this is stop weighing yourself once a week a second thing is to know that there are going to be there are going to be fluctuations every day and this is due to things like water retention and there are different things that can cause water retention it's not just you know how many carbohydrates you eat and so for females there's lots of fluctuations especially across our cycle um different hormones can cause water retention we tend to weigh a little bit more because of this around week three week four um, and then you know week one will be when we get our period coming out of that is probably when we're at our truest weight but obviously that's based on other factors around that um, stress so cortisol can cause water retention as well which is really ironic if you think about that because i've had clients that are like really really stressing about their scale weight and then potentially causing some water retention which is then causing their scale weight to stay the same or go up. And then they're stressing even more, which is just a bit of a cycle. Um, Inflammation from training can cause some water retention. Um, Inflammation just in general from maybe not being very well, those things can help. Obviously, um, not drinking enough water can cause water retention. Having um, a high carbohydrate diet, so again, our body has the ability to store um, carbohydrates to a certain point in places like our liver our liver and our muscle and that basically just sits there as an energy reserve. It's not body fat, it's just, as, as I've said, glycogen. However, what people don't realise is for every one gram of glycogen that we store, we pull in an extra three grams of water so if we did the maths on that and the potential storage that we've got for glycogen and then water as well, I think the maximum our scales could go up without it being body fat is about 2.7 kilograms, which is a lot. And I know if if some of you stepped on the scales and saw it go up by 2.7 kilograms, you'd freak. Um, but this is the thing you need to keep in mind. Think about it. Have you eaten a high-carbohydrate meal or have you eaten had a high-carbohydrate diet day? day the day before and then vice versa if you see a huge drop overnight that's also not body fat you need to apply that logic the same way and a lot of people find that their friends maybe go on diets and they cook carbohydrates and then what they're seeing is they don't have as much glycogen stored they're not storing as much water so they see a massive scale weight drop and they're like oh my diet's working i've lost you know four pounds this week I've lost two kilograms this week. Again, you haven't lost two kilograms of body fat. You have lost two kilograms of your body mass, which is made up of different things. So please bear that in mind. I'm not trying to dishearten you. I'm trying to empower you. If you see a really quick spike in your scale weight, it's not body fat. If you see a really quick drop in scale weight, it is not body fat. Um, we don't have the ability to put on two kilograms of body fat overnight. And I know people use the analogy of, well, one pound of fat is 3,500 calories, it is, Um, so there or thereabouts, you would have to overeat, and I'm talking like your maintenance calories, which is probably what, you know, around 2,000 calories, let's say, and it's going to be different for different people, but let's just take that number as an example, you eat maintenance calories, and then you have to eat an extra 3,500 calories on top of that, and let's assume that we aren't really moving, and we're not using that 3,500 in activity or walking or whatever then yes over that week we may gain a kilogram if we don't you know use that 3,500 calories so it's a lot of calories and a lot of energy you would have to take in to do that in a a short period of time I'm hoping this is helping you to pick apart this this toxic relationship that you've got with the scales and you know I have clients now that I'm really struggling with and I'm telling them stop weighing yourself stop weighing yourself because what you're doing you're getting on the scales in the morning. It's either not moved... Or you've gone up by 300 grams... Which is just ridiculous... Or you know... Again... I'm just going to put this in there... I was weighing myself first thing when I woke up... Then I was having a coffee... Then I was going to the toilet... Right? Poo chat... It's here... Then I was weighing myself again... Out of interest... I could drop... (laughs) On some days... Up to half a kilo... Right? 400-500 grams... By going to the toilet... So again... Clients come to me going, "Oh my God, it stayed the same. I've 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 not dropped any weight, or I've only dropped 400 grams, or I've gone up 400 grams." Like, have you been to the toilet? That is a very valid question. You know, if you're weighing yourself at the end of the day, you've got a full body of food, you've got a full tummy of food. Of course, you're going to weigh more on the scales. These are things that we just don't think about. So, you know, when you're getting on the scales and you're seeing this number, and you're frustrated or disappointed. Don't let that dictate your actions for the rest of the day. Over this three weeks of me weighing myself every day for making weight, it fluctuated a lot. My behaviours did not change. I ended up where I needed to be because day in, day out, I did the same thing and I stuck to it. My plan stayed the same. I didn't get on the scales and go, oh, my God, it's gone up. Right, that's it. I need to do something drastic. Or I didn't get on the scales and go, oh, it's not moved for three days, which at one point it did. Um, It's not moved for three days. That's it. There's no point. I'm giving up. And that is exactly what you guys do. So if that's you, maybe just don't weigh yourself. And then this thing brings around the question of, well, what do I do? If I'm not weighing myself, how do I know if I'm making progress? There are a million, maybe not a million, but there are so many different other ways. Measurements. Measurements are a little bit more accurate. I'm not saying they're totally accurate because, again, if you are retaining water, um, that could impact your measurements not moving down. Photos. Photos are a great one. You know, sometimes... We can't see on the scales that our body fat's going down because we've got things masking it. If you put two pictures together that are three or four weeks apart, you're going to see those changes over time. Clothes, clothes that fit a bit tightly, and then you try them on every few weeks—that is a really good indication that you are dropping body fat. Um, there's also this thing of okay, the scales might not be moving because you know muscle weighs more than fat, and I'm gaining muscle. Muscle doesn't weigh more than fat. Muscle weighs the same as fat a kilo is a kilo whether it's muscle or it's fat muscle is more dense than body fat so yes over time you could potentially lose a kilogram of body fat gain a kilogram of muscle and weigh the same on the scales but you would look different and you would see that and your clothes would fit differently and your pictures would show that because you could still you know have a quote-unquote smaller physique and weigh the same if you are gaining muscle and dropping body fat so just another one to bear in mind um if your body is not changing and your scales are not changing and your measurements not changing and your clothes are not fitting any differently over a good period of time of like a month or six weeks if nothing is changing then you are maintaining and that is not a negative thing like a lot of people struggle to maintain anyway but if that is not your goal then you go away and tweak stuff don't be tweaking stuff every few days don't be giving it one week of consistency then fudging it and going nah that's it, it's not working, and sabotaging yourself, and then expecting a result. I'm really, really hoping this is going to help you apply some logic to that scale weight, because scale weight is measuring your body mass. It is not measuring your body fat. Um, I hope that... I'm not going to go into you know different ways of measuring body fat. There are loads, because I don't think any of you really use that. Um, but again, none of them are accurate. <laughs> there are a lot of things that can affect those too. So the things that I've just mentioned for you guys that are going to listen to this is probably the best way to measure it. If you've got any questions, anything that you're still not sure about, anything you want to ask me, please do, either in my email or on Instagram or if you are lucky enough to have my mobile number, um, drop me a message. Hope you all have a good day wherever you are on your day listening to this. And I will catch you all soon. And that is basically the end of the talk that I gave in the group. Um, apologies if the sound wasn't great. I was using my AirPods. Uh, but if there are any questions from that, if you're listening to this back on Spotify, on podcast, or if you are from the group and you have questions, feel free to drop me a message or an email and I'll get back to you. Um, I hope this episode and this talk was useful and you took some things away from it. And I will catch you next time.